Okay, we're good to go. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dave. Hello. Uh, I will start with the motto, as ever. Yeah. And I'm going to elaborate upon that. So this is the cubicle... <laughs> Doing it again. <laughs> the cubicle podcast brought to you by Twer Duktig, Poika Vemha Alting. That's two nice young boys who have everything. So the elaboration, unfortunately, to our dear listener and dear friend Maureen, is that I have it on the authority of a Swedish person. <laughs> it's not quite right, but she did she did well imparting the pronunciation and the, the general meanings there. But I think the translation was a bit off. Unfortunately, I can't remember what I, what I was told would be the correct translation in its stead, but it roughly means that. I'd say for the majority of our listeners, they wouldn't notice. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't re- reveal our flaws like it, that, should I? Yeah, that's not our flaw. <laughs> but apparently, ductig, which is the word for like nice, nice boys, mm-hmm. means something like um, uh, punctual or something like that. Like right. Good in that sense, or like reliable. Right. Well, yeah. Which, I'm always on time. You are. I'm often late. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm not organized or punctual. I suppose we have been unreliable in the past. Yeah. But I suppose part of our journey is to become more reliable. Yeah. <laughs> so we want, we want to become more ductig. Yeah. We need more ductig in more our duck-tick. lives. We do. How are you doing, Dave? You okay? Yeah, really good. Really good. good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm feeling uh, refreshed and rejuvenated after a yoga retreat. Pr- pr- primarily yoga, but trail running as well over in Wales. Excellent. With some dear friends. I'll elaborate more upon it. Yeah, you fell over, didn't you? I did fall over. Look at that uh, horrendous wound on my hand. See, uh, like you, you sent us a picture of like a mass. I put a picture of Instagram on Instagram, yeah. like a massive bandage on it, and it looks like the smallest, most pitiful. Oh, you got you got to go for overkill and uh, <laughs> look for the sympathy vote, haven't you? Um, but remember, I was doing downward dog, so when it was a bit raw, yeah, pressing my hands into the yoga mat, mm-hmm. it was a bit, a bit tender, and I, I am a delicate flower as we know yes so um yeah i had to protect myself like that mm-hmm. and the thing is if you came down in the morning during the retreat with a big bandage on people would inquire as to your well-being yeah and i like that as well yeah yeah mm-hmm. but i did fall over because i found a pair of oakley's on the trail all right which i at, at the behest and advice of my fellow trail runners uh quickly declared to be my own yeah so i put them on and then i fell over so, so it was karma it was a bit of karma yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go there you go Ah, right. Well, where do we start with a bit of a our usual rambling intro where we mm-hmm. touch upon various things, maybe topical. Topical at the moment and relevant to our podcast because male suicide has been in the news a couple of times in recent yeah, weeks. We had, been, um, yeah. I want to get this right, uh, Mike Thalassitis of Love Island fame took his own life. Um, much like when we mentioned Keith Flint of The Prodigy, we won't speculate too much in that regard yeah other than to say that um you know it was highlighted that as with a lot of social media reality stars they have a social media presence and Mm -hmm. there was that portrayal of that perfect life Mm -hmm. and obviously the the reality of that doesn't doesn't match up yeah and it's just i suppose another example of a a man who didn't who felt maybe that they couldn't share their insecurities yeah. and and frailties mm. um which obviously we've spoken about before mm. which is uh obviously a problem yeah i mean i, I understand that's on the news that some of his um peers or friends mm-hmm. had, had mentioned that they knew he had a hard time mm-hmm. but i guess it's like you know so he, so i guess he must have reached out in some way but it obviously wasn't enough or, or... yeah and i guess i saw someone saying i think it was a quote i don't know who it was from saying, I just wish that they, like, picked up the phone 
um, which is, you know, it's it's such a hard thing to do, isn't it? When mm. when you're struggling, but it's it's no, I suppose it's um, it's hard to know that you have that support out there, and it's hard to know what mm. to do. Mm. But um, obviously, it's really sad. It's really mm. sad that he wasn't able to. Yeah, it's it's, it's remar- remarkable. I mean, you know, touch wood, neither of us have been. Obviously, we're still here, so we haven't been to that extremity, but yeah. we have approached it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like from the outside these simple things like pick up the phone and all of that but it's it's like uh, your mind is so far removed from the reality of because the, the solutions are actually really simple it's yeah straightforward everyday mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. a knock on someone's door yeah say excuse me dad or brother or friend yeah. it's not actually like a, a, t- a tremendously difficult thing to do on the on the surface, on the yeah. surface, but mm-hmm. it, it becomes impossible for some reason. But I mean, obviously, there is other things out there. There's way you, you know you don't have to. You, if it's often the most difficult thing is to talk to your loved ones, yeah, yeah, people yeah. you know, and there's there's things out there. Obviously, there's Samaritans, there's Mind, yeah. there's Campaign uh, Against Living Miserably, yeah, Calm. Um, there's obviously the crisis team that we've that through the NHS, yeah. Um, that so there is things out there. It's obviously it's just. The new, neutral, just, a neutral ear. Yeah, it's just really sad that this has happened again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah. and I don't I know, know what the answer is. I know. But. I said that we didn't speculate on Keith Flint and we wouldn't speculate on this, but some minor speculation getting mm-hmm. back to Keith Flint from The Prodigy, who I'm sure people are aware of, sadly took his life. There's been tabloid explorations of this. We don't really need to get into mm-hmm. that. What, what I did see was that... Um, Pictures were circulating from the Chelmsford Park Run, which is his local park run, 5K mm-hmm. run, every Saturday morning up and down the country. Uh, and this was the oh, was a Saturday. He killed himself on the Monday. Two days prior, uh, he secured a PB in that park run yeah. around about the 21-minute mark, which for a man of his vintage yeah. is pretty damn good. Yeah, um, excellent. Yeah. Now, that's you'd think would give anyone a boost or, or, yeah. or, or, or you'd think they'd only be capable of that when they're in a good frame of mind. Yeah, um, you, you, yeah, it's sort of one of them things where you think, like you see it and people might say, yeah. oh, he was doing that the day before. Yeah. You know, just, you know, that just shows... I just saw him doing the park run. Just, and get, just like, shows how invisible it can be, really. Yeah, I mean, it's not so much that I want to speculate on the whys and wherefores of his situation. It's more yeah. I use that example to reflect back on myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that... Well, I've done things, you know, because I'm a very active person, yeah. personal trainer. I've done things like that in the midst of depression, and it often makes me feel worse. I know I did yeah. the, the Great North Run last year with a friend mm-hmm. uh, while I was feeling depressed, and the, the sort of the, the the occasion and completing it, and uh, everyone around me and the festivities made me feel worse. Yeah, I was like, I can't enjoy this. That, well, that's it. I so suppose what, that's the the we both experienced a sort of emptiness of it. Yeah. The absence of any sort of feeling, yeah. so to speak. So it's, you know, if you do something like that and you achieve something and you don't feel anything for yeah. it, then it's not going to make you yeah. feel... And I, I know, especially something like running, um, mm-hmm. you know, people who don't run might say, what's the point in that? Yeah. And like, if you, if you are depressed, you probably do it and you do actually have that real sense of like, what is the point in this? Yeah. What mm-hmm. I got a PB, but so what? I'm just some middle of the pack guy, and yeah, you know, the, your mind can go down that line very easily. So mm-hmm. I can see how. I don't know. Like again, it was totally speculating. You might have had a rough week, say. Yeah. It's like, well, sod it. I'll go and do the park run. I've, oh, I've got a PB, and I still feel yeah horrendous. Yeah. So it's almost like 
another cliff edge. Mm-hmm. I feel even worse for having done it. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's difficult to say, isn't it? Yeah, every, every, yeah. Every, every situation is difficult, but a different, but it's, mm. it's, yeah, it's worth talking yeah. about. Oh, like I've said, like, I know moments that I've had, it could have been that you felt that high and that rush mm-hmm. from that PB. So then the crash was even worse because yeah. it can be very rapid onset as well. Yeah, exactly. I know we were speaking before. We, we, we've, like my, has always been a sort of quite a steady, yeah. slow decline into the depths. Mm. But, you know, it, it doesn't mean that it can, can happen. It can happen just like that for yeah. someone else. Um, so it's just loves. I know, I know for myself that um, I can be kind of teetering a bit and yeah. I could like hang on and do good things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I might just get really drunk. Yeah. And that could just tip me over. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, again, it's not really, we use mm-hmm. that as an anchor point and a reference point, but it's not about Keith Flint. It's just about yeah how these things can unfold mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, topic for this episode. Um, <clears throat> we touched upon uh, the idea of um, sort of telling more stories, like, like crazy stories, so to speak, yeah. or, or like riotous humorous yeah. outlandish stories from mm-hmm. our past um kind of akin to if people listened and they remember the uh alcohol episode where i spoke about uh a very uh kind of heinous yeah instance of uh drink driving on my part and i've got other stories like that um so it was a possible you, uh, you had a vast list i had a list and I, uh, I haven't heard a lot of them so i was kind of looking forward to hearing them you wanted me to plumb the depths of that. Yeah. Didn't you? Uh, there's there's many uh, many an outlandish thing mm-hmm. I've done and quirky behaviour, and uh, a big part of my therapeutic process is getting to grips with well, what you know what is illness and what's yeah. what's just my personality and all, all mm-hmm. of that. But um, there's many of them I could share. And uh, actually, when we first started this process, I was really eager to do that. Yeah, but I think I've arrived at a point that you arrived at a few weeks ago, a few weeks yeah. ago, Dave, which is. I'm not over eager now to to dwell on the past too much. Yeah, because um, it's not. It is important, obviously. It's always going to be important, yeah. but it's not the the individual, you know, stories. They don't really. They're not so relevant. I don't yeah. think it's. It's more about, I suppose, looking forward. Yeah. Um, accepting the past. Yeah. But looking forward and thinking what we can yeah. do going going forward. Um, obviously I'm undergoing quite intensive, um, psychotherapy at the moment. And, and I feel like that's the forum for, for dredging up things from yeah. the past. And that's where mm-hmm. I get the, uh, you know, the professional response and, and that, that context. Yeah. And, um, I guess what, what we're doing here is just try to speak from the heart and that's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's probably the best thing really. It's like the last episode was like this. We just like, well, we're just talking about how we feel now or yeah. what we're doing. And, uh, I think, I think forcing, telling old stories and stuff like that might, you know, it, it might just bring stuff up that doesn't need to be brought up. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's probably not. Mm. Yeah. I had, I, I well, I had a sort of um, speculation, you know, if, if we wanted to keep this podcast going sort of indefinitely and it, let's say it became a bit bigger than it is. And yeah. we had a bit of a following when we become kind of known characters. You know, yeah. you know when, when we're minor celebrities down the line, <laughs> then we might tell some stories because it might be like, people have a, an affinity with us or something but but i'd say at this moment like telling more stories like oh the time i was drink driving it kind of gets a bit gratuitous and it's almost yeah. like i think my mind wanted to tell them because it, it seemed quite sensational yeah I th- yeah and it's sort of i suppose it's like it's so someone can look at hear that and think oh 
he clearly hasn't been well. Yeah, but yeah. I think we've gone through enough of that. Yeah, with you know saying how we've been before mm. and how we felt at our worst and yeah, you know other things like that. We've gone through quite a lot yeah. of that, and it, to bring it all of the stuff, you know, it's not, it's not, that's it. It's not too necessary, is it? We we, we got the ball rolling with this process now. I I had a splurge of note taking and reminiscing. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, look at all this uh, unruly, crazy stuff that I've done. Yeah. That'll prove the point. It's like, like then they'll know. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reception that we've already had is like, good for you. Like, you know, it's, it's given people insight who had no insight. It's given people comfort who've had their problems. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, the point has been made. Yeah, I guess it doesn't need. Yeah, exactly. More and tales of and as as we go, we we evolve and we you know we we yeah we we find other things to talk about. It, it doesn't need uh, more tales of uh, law breaking and uh, and worse. No, well I haven't broke the law. I just want to leave that hanging there. So it's like, <laughs> what could the worst possibly be? Yeah, <laughs> just stupid <laughs> stupid shit that's happened. But, yeah, um, and again, you know, I'm sure some of it done when I was depressed. But even then, it doesn't doesn't mean it was because I was depressed. I, no. I, I don't know. It could just be that I was immature or something like that. Or yeah, well, there's loads of reasons why yeah, people yeah, do things. God, yeah. You know, not everyone's. Yeah, yeah. This is not. We don't. It's one of them. Time. I'm sure everyone will say people who who had no mental health problems. Are like, well, I've done stupid things. You know, yeah. it's like what like I said, it would just be gratuitous. I think. But, yeah, um, and you can't. Bl- everything that you've done can't also. You can probably you can pin a lot of things on yeah. on. The, you know the the mental health, but you can't say everything because you're not. Oh. Just, otherwise, otherwise, <laughs> but you can't say without my mental health problems, I'll be perfect. Oh, I, I thought I'd uh, stumbled upon a like a catch-all excuse. Yeah, for well, everything no. I've ever done wrong. No, yeah. Take credit, like to my personality for uh, all the good stuff. Yeah. Anything, any flaw or uh, misdemeanors has been. No, yeah. No. That, <laughs> see, this is where that sh- that shows the absurdity of that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. But. That being said, and I've written here, and I'm willing to do this one. Yeah, you're going to tell a story. I am so going to tell a story. going to go against what we've just said. So I'm going to co- contradict yeah. everything we've said. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's a good one. It's a good one because it kind of ties in with a, a sort of a theme that we're probably going to hit upon, which is like mm-hmm. new beginnings, because that's what you know, we're looking forward now. Yeah. But this kind of, for me, goes back to the beginning, mm-hmm. I think, in yeah. my opinion. Kind of had this uh, mm-hmm. vouchsafed by um, therapists as well and other people I've spoken to who know this story. Uh, if I cast my mind back, I, it's not so much, I used to think of this, oh, that's where all my problems originated or were caused. Mm-hmm. I probably see it slightly differently now. It's probably the first thing I can remember in my life where I acted or behaved in a way that was um, symptomatic of what would later become my larger problems, yeah. of like of hiding things away, yeah. uh, not facing up to... Um, so facing the music in a way and like admitting if I was down or if I was um, uh, un- un- unsettled or unhappy with something. Um, yeah. So it's, it's like an indicator. An indicator, not, yeah. not, not You wouldn't say it was a, an episode, a, de- a depressive episode. No. Or, or, or would you? I don't know. I don't... I... <laughs> it's hard to say when yeah. you're a child. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in some ways it was. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a malfunction in my mind. Yeah, that I hid. Yeah, and, yeah. and as I tell the story, you'll see that I, that um, manifested in physically hiding something. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more to do with my mind. Anyway, so uh, I'm very young at this point. I'm maybe seven or eight. So primary school over two decades ago. Over t- 
Just, 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 Am I that old? I was just thinking of ways to make it sound like it was so long ago. I was yeah. thinking a quarter of a century, but it's not quite that I old. almost should so, start with it. Uh, well, once upon a time. Over two decades ago. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'm a primary school kid, and the, the context, roughly, again, hazy memories, but mm-hmm. I, I think I have a pretty good handle on this because it's quite... It's, it, it, it's um, a vivid memory. It's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of, that's another part of it's been with me mm-hmm. all the time since. Um, so anyway, I had been on school dinners uh, at school. And this is something that I still have to this day. I always prefer a hot meal. So this is the first indicator. Because then I made the decision to go on a packed lunch just purely because friends were. See, I never had a school dinner at primary school. I always had a packed lunch. Outrageous. Because packed lunch, you can go in first and go out and play football. Yeah. But you never had the lumpy mashed potato? Never. Oh. Not a primary school. Never, okay. had a, never had one. You never had that marble cake afterwards? No, never the custard, The lumpy custard. No, I, went, I feel like we could talk about this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I just derailed the episode. But yeah. Could sing the school dinner song. Anyway. <laughs> so friends going on pack lunch. So I'm like, oh, I want to be sat with my friends. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew I, I even that's it. I remember thinking, I don't like cold food in a box. Yeah. doesn't satisfy me. I really anyway. like the hot meal yeah. of a school dinner. I do. I like that plate with the segments and yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, anyway. So uh, I make the decision and say to my mom, like, I want to go and pack lunches. Great, yeah. And um, I was a fussy eater. And eventually, somehow, I ended up having a corned beef sandwich. It sounds sounds pretty wretched anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> I corned like beef, corned beef, but anyway, because um, I was fussy. And I'd been fussy about a few other things. So I remember thinking, like, I don't want to say that I'm fussy again. Yeah. So I'll just say that I liked it. Mm-hmm. So then I started getting it on a regular basis. Yeah. Now... So I remember like being wrapped up in this like Is this your is this your mum making your my, my mum my mum making the pack lunch, yeah. Uh like this little child like psychodrama of like, well, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Am I gonna tell her that I don't like them? Mm-hmm. Not that and I know there wouldn't have been any severe repercussions from that. It was purely uh-huh. like a self generated thing, just like a shame. Like shame that I don't like corned beef sandwiches. No, just shame that I don't want to admit that this, right? this thing that's been done for me, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. People pleaser. This is the yeah. first indicator of that people mm-hmm. pleaser thing where you can sort of drift through life with a, yeah. a calm facade, pleasing mm-hmm. people without actually yeah. getting to grips with things. Um so I uh what I would do is uh I'd walk home because the school's just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Now, I could have just dropped the sandwich in a bin on the way back. So why I didn't do that, I don't know. I hid them under my bed. I had one of those cabin beds. It's like um, oh, yeah, like yeah. a bunk, but just like one bunk with yeah, like yeah, things yeah. underneath. So I hid them underneath uh, regularly. Right. Until eventually there was a... Smell. A stinking, steaming pile of rotting corn. I actually, I think I remember a friend in the street, like, seeing them. All right. And when we were playing hide and seek in the room or something, I was just like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> I like dirty secrets. <laughs> the shame. Yeah. Um, but then, um, obviously, I, I knew it was inevitable. They're going to get found. And I, I remember like being in the bath and uh, my mom coming in. I, I knew she'd found them. Like, mm-hmm. I was told by the look on her face. And she's like, you know, I wasn't in like big trouble or anything. I was just like, she was just really disappointed. You know, you just, just tell me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I just remember just sinking under the water and just, um, it's, I mean, I've unpacked this with therapists and stuff, and it's, it's it, obviously there's a lot, of, there's loads of dynamics going on with like yeah. not wanting to hurt loved ones and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. But I know that that temptation to just like brush things, nearly knock the mic over there, yeah. <laughs> brush things under the carpet. Uh, it, it's kind of it's similar to a pattern I've gone into where it's become more like a social anxiety or something like yeah. that, yeah. or like a sense of coasting and being detached. Mm-hmm. 
and not letting my true feelings come out. Yeah. Not just saying, oh, don't like that. Or like, oh, that, 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 it's like the childlike version of explaining the, the drama in your head. Yeah. The oh, drama right. in my head is, is, is a, is a stand in for the corned beef sandwiches. Yeah. 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 I, I, having experienced it from the inside and like reflecting back on it, it's, it's definitely part of the same dynamic to mm-hmm. me. Um, and then I remember my uh, mom's dad, he had a very uh, wicked, dry sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And um, he, uh, that Christmas, whenever that was, I don't know, say it was in like the, say it was the start of the school year, September, yeah. whatever. For that Christmas, he packed something in a big box and it was like past the past, I'm pulling these things. Yeah. And it was a tin of corned beef in the middle. <laughs> and he was just <laughs> cackling. Yeah. But I swear, and I hope, I'm, I should try and dig this out. I swear there's a photograph of me, my like seven-year-old self holding this corned beef, like, uh, like uh, you know, like it's like fake like, smiling. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like this is like, actually really painful. Yeah, I'm dying for inside. Me. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but I, I swear I could be wrong because I know memories crazy. Yeah. Like, because this is the th- part of my problem. I think I look back as a kid, and I, I do feel like my mind was ahead of the age. Almost, it's like I'm sure I remember like analyzing the situation, being like, "There's something not right about." my having done this. Yeah. Like, I don't think we should be laughing at it. I think like, it's yeah, it's, it's like, it should be gotten to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something yeah. like, I'm, I, mm-hmm. I swear that's how I felt. And I don't know whether that's but, me. But that's, I think that's our, that's like the British way of dealing with things, isn't it? With a bit of humor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a bit of humor and like, you know, brush it under the carpet with, yeah. with a bit of humor. Yeah. That's fine. We'll do. Yeah. You know, which is, I think that's what we do. Yeah. Um, I think that's quite natural. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But I was just thinking there about the memory thing, because the, the point is, it almost doesn't matter what I was thinking at the time, because, see, I carry this around with me, and yeah. if I talk about it, I'm talking about how I talk about it now, so that's clearly part of my identity. Yeah. Because I'm identifying with that child. Yeah. In that way, and saying, oh, that was part of the dynamic, so it's 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 part of my uh, brain circuitry or something. Yeah. So, obviously, moving on from that, on the back of that, mm. Uh, you've been in inverted commas people pleasing for the for the ever since ever since yeah. and then uh, and so well that, yeah yeah that's it Cause I, I've, I, something I've said to people I, you know I've, I've kind of done things and like felt like I've let people down and stuff at times but I've never had like a bust up with anyone not not yeah. really, not like a proper no well I, I'm hearty I'm, conflict I'm a bit like that because I, I'm very very scared of confrontation yeah, really yeah. and I want to please everyone I, yeah. it, it's it's certainly happened in you know work and personally and, mm. and it's, it's hard it, I don't often don't want to upset the apple cart yeah. or you know I'll just do things yeah um continue as they are yeah don't, don't cause any trouble mm. which you know it does get you in but that's it's, that, a, it's a way to coast isn't yeah. it yeah but uh, I think that might that's part of mental health issues partly personality yeah as well yeah. So it's it's quite different. It's just to think I'm just like that. Yeah. But um, I think you and I have both noticed, well, realized in ourselves in in this big realization that we're having, mm. ongoing, progressing, that we need to be a bit more head forthright, forthright yeah. headstrong, yeah. and and I think we both are being like that. We, with some we are. Decisions yeah. we've made. You with um, you mentioned last time with your work, your job. Yeah. Obviously, having to resign from that. Of course. Me with going back to work, but 
not it would have been very easy for me to go back to the role that I was doing mm. that was making me unhappy and that was wasn't supportive. Yeah. And I've made sure I've fought my corner quite strongly and sternly mm. Mm. Uh, because that's not the sort of thing I usually do and it's quite difficult for mm. me to do because mm. I'm a people pleaser as well. Yeah. But you have to, at the end of the day, we have to please ourselves, number yeah. one. Well, the more we please ourselves and get the, ourselves healthy, the better the, we're going to be. The better we're we're going to please more people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, I think I've noticed it. it's like, it's, it's, it's going to become a skill and an art to recognize those moments where, okay, a line's being crossed. I'm going to put my foot down. Mm-hmm. But it is, if it is our personality, it's to our benefit that we don't get sort of irate over trivial things. Yeah. Because like, the other extreme is just like being snappy over everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, obviously there's probably a sweet spot somewhere, but um, yeah, that's it. And, and as I say, I've been called maybe laid back so much. It's probably because you just want to please yeah. everyone and you, you don't, you don't want to, you know, yeah, upset anyone. Or... And I think I, I have pleased everyone everywhere I went. Like every sort of context I've been in, I've been like, liked. I don't know, that's like, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, you know, like looking back, like growing up playing golf, junior captain and all of that, like, yeah. you know, prominent members would speak highly of me. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had plenty of friends. Like I've never, you, you know, it is, it could have, that could have come across as arrogant, but it's yeah. kind of true in a way, but that's, but then what happens is because you're not really willing to grapple with anything. Or, so it's like you have no problems, but you deal with no problems in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. Don't create any problems. But any problems that probably need resolving, you don't Deal, yeah, you, latch onto them yeah. and resolve them. Mm-hmm. So you become sort of meek, mild, calm, mild-mannered. Yeah. And that 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 suits people because you don't upset them. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the storm just brews inside you. Exactly, head, yeah. yeah. Um, and it doesn't get out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I see a, see a lot of similarities there with myself. But... So. Um, I think we should make this the, the the image to go with this podcast because my um, therapist gave me this meme mm-hmm. that she felt was very um, applicable to me. And it definitely is, especially in the context of this conversation. It says simply, I am a recovering people pleaser. Open brackets, if that's okay. Yeah. Close brackets. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's ca- I'm probably at that place. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I'm getting over this people pleaser thing, but I'm still probably going to say it. Is it. As long as you don't mind. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's fine. It could be something like, just so you know, I might start upsetting you from time to time, like yeah. and putting my um, f- uh, firm foot forward. Yeah, as long as you don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long yeah. as that isn't too much trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. But, anyway, uh, but it's yeah, a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It's yeah. a new beginning. Like it's everything. a new beginning. It is. It is. Um, so, was there anything else you want to speak about your week away? I want to say something about. Uh, it's like the stories thing, and I was thinking about like silly things that I've done. Mm-hmm. when I've been depressed or like things that I'd probably maybe something that's like a theme and it was like it felt so shameful doing it but it's kind of silly mm-hmm. that I thought I'd never tell anyone yeah so I kind of want to just say it right, right okay, yeah. uh and it's just a recurrent theme of when I'm at my worst of just throwing myself on the floor yeah in yeah. obscure places mm-hmm. all right it's kind of silly so like as just like as a symbol of giving up yeah yeah <laughs> it's um it's sort of a pinnacle example is when I went to the crisis center at James Cook Hospital. I remember like uh, sitting at the reception waiting to be seen, like fidgety. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, excuse me, where's the toilet? She said, oh, disabled just around the corner. And I went in the disabled toilet and I could hear like, sounds awful, but like, moaning and groaning and like shouting coming from the, mm-hmm. the wards. The, yeah, the like living, yeah, yeah, a residential mm-hmm. place. 
And this is an indicator of like the depressed mind. I was like, well, that's it. I'm here. Like I, I, I was going in there with the intention of them saying like, please, can I stay here? Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I've got that temptation again to lay on the floor in an obscure place like I often would. So I just threw myself on the floor in the yeah. disabled cubicle, cubicle appropriately. You know? just, just wanting to be discovered. Yeah, like just weepy on the floor. And yeah. then like, and again, depressed mind, like you're laying there and then you have that moment of like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, and I just sort of like listlessly got to my feet and went and sat back down in the chair at reception. But it's just, it's a strange thing that I often do. Um, I know there's many a time when I've been at my worst and I've, I've laid on the stairs. Yeah. Like kind of weepy and forlorn on the stairs or I've like put my kneeled on the floor and like flopped onto the sofa. Yeah. Like just ungainly awkward positions. Yeah. I suppose it's just trying to just demonstrate how you feel, I suppose. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I've, ne- I've never done them in a public place. So like, no. you see, that's something I don't think anyone knows that I've ever no. done that. I've always done it secretively. Yeah. It's kind of like, this is all I want to do. I want to just like throw myself on the floor. Yeah. Then people would know. Like, just like, almost like have a tantrum or something. Yeah. But also, but not doing it in a place where anyone will find you. So yeah. they wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Doing, it's, doing, yeah. Doing it secretively. It, Again, guess, people pleasing. But yeah, but it's also <laughs> almost like you're showing yourself. You're like, yeah. I need to do something with my body to represent how I feel. Yeah. And this is it. It's like an awkward, uncomfortable position. Because mm-hmm. why, you could say, why have I laid on the, st- I've been in the house alone, laid on the stairs for yeah. a good half an hour. Why didn't I just lay in bed? I know. It's very weird. It is, but... I don't know. I just wanted to share this because I've never yeah. shared that with I understand anyone. It. Like, I understand it. Yeah. I remember I remember doing it on a run, like when I felt depressed. Just, like, just threw myself on the ground, yeah. Yeah. Right. It, was like, it, was, it was on a trail. I was yeah. Just, like, just laid on the ground, like a bit weepy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> know, what, I don't know what to do with, <laughs> do with that. I don't know what to do with that information. There you go. It's out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh, is, oh, is there anything else you want to say before I go on to uh, no, a bit of reflection I, no, on my yoga retreat? I don't think so. I'm looking forward to hearing yeah. about your Yeah, so I, I I had a um, wonderful, wonderful week last week in North Wales with a lot of dear friends, uh, some of whom who were running the Yoga Trail Retreat, which was a, a winning combination of uh, daily yoga and uh, trail running in the, in the hills of Snowdonia. So that was... Tremendous. The forecast had been rotten. Uh, we got away mostly unscathed, a bit, bit of bad weather, but uh, met some wonderful people, uh, reconnected and rekindled old friendships, um, which was great. A few things had come out of it. I've seriously looking into doing yoga teacher training. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I think is uh, very me and uh, fits in with the personal training and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to inquire about that. Well, just a, co- a couple of things came up that... Um, provided food for thought uh one thing was obviously that area very famous for slate mining and i was Mm -hmm. was actually doing a lot of running through the old slate quarries and it's epic dramatic it's kind of built on tiers it looks like some kind of ancient monument yeah and i guess it is it's testament to the toil and torment that and blood sweat and tears that people went through to construct that and um formulate some kind of economy in that area i guess um, but I did, after the retreat was finished, go to the National Slate Museum, um, which was fascinating. And uh, just a few things jumped out at me. It was, um, my mind was harking back to our episode on masculinity and being Northern, where yeah. we were sort of saying, we don't want to completely get rid of this uh, sort of uh, pull your socks up mentality and mm-hmm. get on with it, because we need some of that inside of us. And I felt a healthy dose of, um, you know, the, the phrase... Uh, you don't even know you were born, yeah. lad. Yeah. 
when I was in there because I was looking at like these images of um, hardy quarrymen. Mm-hmm. And there's one, it must have been a team of about 20 and it said quarrymen. And I got an image of it on my phone. And I was like, quarrymen, like half of them must have been about 12 years old. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I was born. I don't know how lucky I am in so yeah. many ways. And well, that, um, that's it. Cause I mean, I think we've spoken about this lots of times that, you know, you're in your thirties, I'm in my twenties, but, um, you like to just, just, yeah, we keep pointing that out. We don't, don't really feel like men. We just yeah. still feel like the same as we were when yeah. we were kids. Yeah. Which, so, which um, is a thing that people often say, don't they? Yeah. They always feel the same. But you know, they were obviously working hard at yeah. 12 year old. You can't fathom it. Can it you was more stark for them, wasn't it? It was like, you're a child who's dependent on your yeah. parents. Uh, now you're working. Yeah. To the exactly. full extent. Yeah. As a man would. There's okay. just, there's no gray area. And I think like, I'm still coming to terms with it really. It's like, yeah. you know, you're working for the rest of your life now. Yeah. And it's quite, but it's by the I think there's so many institutions that we have now, like the gap year. Yeah. Like just, like, but we, we were chatting before this, weren't we? I was saying, um, God, it was so hard back then and all of that. But then mm-hmm. as you were highlighting, this is something I've thought before. In a lot of ways, it was so simple. Yeah. And, who's, to, uh, who's to say that, that life was harder than the yeah. life we have now? It's, yeah, because, you know, the modern world throws up its own d- d- problems. Yeah. You know, social media, 24-hour news, um, you know, political issues, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, then there was... Yeah. There might have uh, been... <laughs> it, you know, it, I, I would uh, surmise, I'm not an evolutionary biologist, but biologically, we're still... Uh, yeah. That same creature we were maybe a hundred thousand years ago. Yeah. So this, this is the strangest time to be alive in terms of the novelty. Yeah. Well, in the exactly. environment. So it's like, we're not adapted to this. Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't know how to use, you know, Twitter. Yeah. Like you said, it might, it might've been so nice to just like have no awareness of the wider world. Not really yeah. apart from some yeah, flimsy some, ideas about, you know, yeah, these some, pictures in the 1890s might be like, read the newspaper. Oh, I see the Boer War still going on. Yeah. Don't really know where Africa is. Yeah. What do I need to do? Oh, need to go and blow some slate up. Yeah. Then what do I do? Oh, I go to the mess room and have some scran. Yeah, and then go go back to my family. Put the fire on and I'm and providing for my family, etc. Yeah. Simple things, you know, like that could be a nice thing, just having a, a, a purpose, just like a, yeah. a complete concrete purpose yeah. that you brought up on. And then we were saying, you know, back then, it wasn't as simple as that, obviously. No. And, and it, you know, you know, there was time. There was many awful things. Yeah, there was many bad things. There's a lot of things that are like, bad you now, know, obviously. Child mortality and yeah. rampant disease. Exactly. I mean, behind the slate mines, the old um, hospital for the for the quarry men and uh, well, quarry children, I want to say as well. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine the, the ghastly injuries that were. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing the air quotes treated in there, like yeah. maybe without anesthetic, without morphine and all of this. Yeah, exactly. Um, God, you know, using dynamite, falling bits of slate, um, mm-hmm. heavy machinery and all of that. Um, so it, these things aren't black and white. Are they? It, no. it doesn't make sense to say it was harder then and easier now or harder now and easier then. It's, yeah. There's so many shades there's, of gray. Yeah, it's there's like, so many dif- differences, um, but it, I suppose it's probably just as hard but in different ways i guess yeah or, yeah it's, it's, yeah it's certainly more complicated i think yeah. we can say for sure life is more complicated now yeah. than it was then yeah it without is. doubt yeah so yeah. maybe complication causes more problems because there people there is growing awareness of mental health issues and depression and things like that but it seems that 
maybe I, I don't know how they analyze these things statistically. Someone mm-hmm. somewhere has probably done it, but I'm sure I've read things where they say statistically it seems that actually there are more occurrences of it as well. Yeah, There's ways I can analyze not it. just uh, more people talking about. Yeah, it. There's that as more. well. Is yeah. probably into the factor, mm-hmm. um, factored in. Yeah. But, um, yeah. As I say, the, the, the brain, it, it hasn't, you know, it hasn't, we're the same, it's the same brain as we had almost mm. thousands of years ago. Mm. And we're, you know, trying to deal with Instagram mm. and Facebook. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Sky News. So, it, you know, it, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite, it's quite hard. Yeah. It's difficult. Uh, yeah, just anything like just knowledge. Like I, I, somebody sent to a group message today. I don't know whether it was true saying the Apollo 11 team, mm-hmm. uh, when they landed back in the ocean, they were first taken to Hawaii, Honolulu Airport, and they had to fill in a customs card. All right. And it, so it says, um, you know... Um, purpose of visit. Like, uh, wh- <laughs> where have you travelled from? The moon. It says the moon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's real. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just like a little humorous insight into like, mm-hmm. you know, that's like 50 years ago this year? Yeah. It is 50 years ago this year. Yeah. And it's like, I think... The vast array of knowledge and awareness that we have, and like we as like lowly, some nobodies, like we yeah. have all of that in our mind. Just mm-hmm. it's just stuff to think about. Yeah, you can like you can get just distracted by like, oh yeah, remember when we went to the moon fifty years ago for the first time, and like, yeah. isn't the universe really big? And like, yeah, exactly. it's, 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 people have always had the capacity to have wide ranging thoughts about like what's it all about. Yeah, but I guess we have more prompts for it now. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah, and it's because um... like. It would it would just be nice to be like I'm working really bloody hard and I'm really hungry, and I'm looking forward to having some food. Yeah, <laughs> and all that matters to me is my little community. Yeah. and and you know I can stuff that I can influence. I know everybody's name. I like you yeah. Know, whereas like, now you you know you 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 can't inf- you can't influence everything, but you want to. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know it all. You, you, yeah. it's, it's very difficult. But as yeah, I say, I mean, you know, like every, every climate time, change, whatever, like yeah. war hunger like yeah it's like we're aware of it. I was like well, somebody ought to do something maybe i should do something it's like yeah that's too that's a rather large cross to bear i know <laughs> i know and it's but yeah that's obviously we've spoken we've talking a bit about that before haven't yeah. we the modern world and mm. um it's just just topic we can no doubt discuss for hours I'm on sure, end yeah. one more thing i wanted to say from that that mm-hmm. came up on that retreat now they may listen uh my friends who took the retreat so they'll have to forgive me. I can't remember who said it. And I can't remember whether it was said when we were running or when we were doing yoga. Right. But it's almost by the by because it yeah. applies to both. Or applies to anything fun or engaging that you might do. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be a female who said it. One of the female instructors said, uh, just remember and reflect upon the fact that one day you won't be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just really struck me because I was like, it was almost more poignant than, I found it more poignant than one day you won't be here. Yeah. It's like there's gonna there'll be a day there will be my last trail run. Mm-hmm. And that'll be before I die. Uh, unless obviously. I die. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. I just succumb to a heart attack on the trail. Yeah. yeah. You know, like but chances mm-hmm. are it's like you'll have a period of your life where you won't be able to yeah. do it. I was saying maybe hopefully you could do yoga till the last day of your life. Even yeah. just a breathing exercise, but it's just this so and like you said when I brought this up beforehand, you said like at least you'll have your mind, mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, well touch wood, that'll be um, healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't want to go out with a with a burdened, mm-hmm. uh, afflicted mind. Yeah, but well, that's it. What who was it who said? I think, therefore, I am. Was it Descartes? Descartes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you that, know. Yeah. If, as long as you're thinking. Or, yeah. Then you. Then you have. Then you are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You but, have something to work with. Yeah, but you can think about the moon landings and and the, and the wider universe. You can think about doing a trail run or a yoga. Yeah. But um. 
which is something. Yeah. But it is it's a profound thing. It's yeah. quite it's quite I suppose it's quite inspirational thing. Yeah. Because and, it means, you know, obviously make the most of yeah your life now and doing things yeah. that you can do. We just uh yeah, and then like uh once the trailer retreat had finished, I went for a run with two of my friends, Janie and Jules, I can't mention mm-hmm. by name. They don't mind. They listen, yeah. they'll love it. Uh and their two dogs, Todd and t- uh Layla. It was just so blissful. Like amidst the quarries and the hills mm-hmm. and it was kind of grey and murky, but I just think like you know, I could feel my mind like being tempted by that, like well, what's it all about kind of thing, but also yeah. just like this is all I need. Yeah, and exactly. And like, obviously, my career is going to be kind of facilitating that for the people, which mm-hmm. is uh, inspiring. Yeah, and just that combined with like the gratefulness for how comfortable life is, and it was a really comfortable week. Uh, we had this running joke, like, "Well, maybe we were millionaires living in this place, or yeah. sponsored athletes, or something." So mm-hmm. just gratitude, gratitude, mm-hmm. and and making the most of uh, these uh, worthy experiences. Yes, because one day you won't be able to do it. Life is beautiful. It is beautiful. Live it. And you'll get stronger from this. Exactly. As, is as we are. As we are. Motto. And I'm going to speak to my new Swedish friend on Facebook and ask for clarification on our motto. Yes, please. And then uh, poor Maureen. Yeah. And get that right as well. What, what time are we on? Are we about there? Yeah, we're about there, I think. It's good for me. I'm happy so, with that. Yeah. Let's uh, keep on trucking. Yeah. As Thank I you say. for listening. Over a thousand listens now. Yeah. Overall. Uh, hopefully we will, you know... Continue to grow. Continue Keep to get spreading that. it far and wide. Yeah. How many how many listeners do we need exactly to be minor celebrities? Um, I'm gonna say at least tens of thousands. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about that. It's just. Yeah. A, it's actually. It's just about you and I talking, really. Yeah. Exactly. Doing? Helping one another. ourselves, and yeah. you know, if it's one, two thousand people who listen, then that's yeah. fine. Great. Uh, so yeah. Well, here's to new beginnings. New beginnings. Spot on. Goodbye. Speak soon.